This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. This episode is about relationships in the church. On today's show, we have Seth and Petty, a couple that goes to our church in Osaka. We'll be talking to them about how they approach their relationship and the steps they are taking towards marriage. Let's have a chat with them. Hey guys, so thank you for being on our show. Welcome.、Uh, we have Seth and Petty with us today. Okay, nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? Baby, go first.、No? Okay,、mm, my name is Petty. I'm from Indonesia. I'm a nurse in one public hospital in Osaka. Okay, and my name is Seth. I'm from Ghana and I'm a PhD student at Osaka University. All right, so. I guess we can start with some of our questions. Our first question is How did you guys meet <laughs> and when? That's interesting.、Right? Please. <laughs>、um, that's quite an interesting question.、Um, myself and Patty, we, I would say that maybe we started. We, we, it's, it's the church setting, right? You meet people, you, you, you,、mm. hi, hello, right? So, sure. <coughs> and then you just go on like that. So,、um, maybe we met in church, but as to when, as to, to put a date, as to when we, 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 we started dating, I would put it, baby, on, on which it would be better the date. So, when was that?、Mm, it's okay. <laughs> so, probably we say that we became、um, meeting friends it, and,、um, just before Anthony left and before Anthony left to、mm-hmm. uh, back to Malawi.、Mm. So, just around that time,、mm. we, we became friends. So, I'll put it around maybe January, February yeah, of 2015.、Oh. Yeah, we became friends. And then Anthony left in March, I think. So,、mm. um, our relationship deepened just around that time Anthony was about leaving.、Mm. Yeah, and then we started the actual courtship on June 15th.、Mm. Yeah, on June 15th.、Oh. I'm right. I, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. I that's got it right. It's right. important to know those dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got it right. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah, so just to clarify, Anthony is another, he was another member of our church. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And so、yeah. he's gone now. Right, but enough about Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so、uh, our next question is. Um, you know, there's, you know, since you guys are from different countries, we are wondering、um, first of all, are there any cultural traditions for dating in your respective countries?、Mm, from Indonesia, no. Oh. No real traditions? No real traditions. Yeah, we don't have like that in、mm-hmm. Indonesia, but if you're dating with someone, like that guy has,、uh, he has to come to home <laughs> and meet. Uh, especially parents, and say hi and talk, and even we can have a dinner together in the house.、Mm-hmm. So you're getting closer by doing activities like that in home. I see, I see. Do they have to chop woods or something? Like、mm, at least they <laughs> wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, even in America, there's 
you know, I feel like a, a relationship um, certainly gets more serious when, like, you meet the parents of, you know, the people in the relationship. So, yeah, it sounds like it's the same in Indonesia. Anything in Ghana in particular? Um, I, 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 not that I could remember. I, I think that we don't have any special um, culture or regulation for relationship. You meet the person. If you love the person, you propose to the person. And for us, we normally propose to the person. And, and, and outside, at dinner, at somewhere, you meet the person you propose. But the most significant person, the way parents are able to judge whether the guy is serious about the relationship is coming home. Mm. So um, we always say that hit and run guys never want to go home because mm-hmm. they don't want to take responsibility after running. Mm-hmm. So when they hit, they want to run, and you don't want anyone to see. Say, "Ha, ah, he was in a house. He didn't marry that girl." You know, you don't yeah. want that. <laughs> you don't want that kind of tag on your on your, on your new. You know. Right. So when when you meet the person, the most significant thing to do is to take the person home. But one thing I know that which is not cultural, but most of us guys do, including me. If I was home, I would have done. That when you meet the person and you propose to the person, you want to be very sure about the person before you go to the person's home. Mm. So the day you step to the home, the interpretation of the appearance is that you are taking a foot closer to marriage. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you are not sure, you don't go home. <laughs> right. So sometimes people start running. Huh? When are you going home? Oh, tomorrow. No, tomorrow, tomorrow, because they are not so sure. You know, like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Wow, it's really interesting how huh? like each of our countries are like we all have different stuff like that. So I guess the question is, did you follow like any of those stuff? Like, you know, have you guys met each other's family or are there any plans in the future? Um actually for for, for as I think for Percy, the only thing I, I, I think I did write cultural is to, to propose to her um, at, um, at probably at the, uh, uh, we were having dinner, we, we ate, right? And mm-hmm. then I proposed, so we met at a restaurant somewhere in, in, in the Ghanaian sense, that is a responsive <laughs> way to propose, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. So we met somewhere and I proposed to her. The other thing about family is that um, because I couldn't go to Indonesia, I was mm-hmm. in Japan, we met in Japan, so it was to connect to her brother and her uh, actually, her brother, her youngest brother, was the first point of connection to get the root into the family. You know? So, so, so I, I chat more with the, the youngest brother, and then it went on to the the, the elder brother, and then it, then sometimes because my Indonesian is not good, I cannot speak with the mom. So it's just <laughs> like basic Indonesian stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's really interesting. How you have you know other. Uh, members of the family connecting you. Yeah, but she also speaks idea. to my uncle, right? And she speaks to Yeah, me. sometimes he his uncle calls me by phone. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk. I, I feel I can't wait to meet him and talk. Oh, but unfortunately, nice. I can't speak Ghanaian. <laughs> right, right. But sometimes he, he teaches me how to speak Ghanaian. Mm. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. His mm. uncle is like, you happy person. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Yeah, so our next question is, um, since you come from different cultures, have you had to teach your partner something about your culture uh, or the culture that you came from to make yourself feel more comfortable in the relationship? Well, 
just to it's maybe the word is not to teach but just to share or to let know mm-hmm. we don't do the cultural things mm-hmm. but just to let our partners know that we have this like this like this at, in back home just for the knowledge ah okay so we don't follow any culture rules or rules traditions and things like that yeah. wow so do you think that you're bad making a your your own path <laughs> you have your own culture together okay um the next question does the fact that you come from different continents or that you came together in a foreign country make your relationship more romantic maybe <laughs> <laughs> you guys have pet names so that's good <laughs> I, I I personally I see a lot of beauty in diversity. Mm. I, I I think that the fact that I here I would see romantic to be romantic in the sense of enriching love, and I I for us I think that coming from different continents brings something unique from each other. Mm. Of course, maybe if um, I was Indonesian, all of us so we are used to <coughs> the, the the traditional thing. But because we come from different areas, we all have our positives that we bring to the relationship. Africans are very affectionate people. We we, we, we display love, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the same in Philippines. My Filipino friend used to tell me PDA when we're Yeah, PDA. <laughs> you know PDA, right? PDA, public display <laughs> of, of affection. affection. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, uh, that was the point we, I connected with my friend from Philippines when we were in Europe. You know? So, I think that that's some of the things that makes it more romantic. Mm-hmm. We, 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 it makes it more affectionate, right? So, the family and the friends that have, like, your family and your friends uh, that have met you guys, what do they think about your relationship? Okay, my friend, uh, my friends, because I have a lot of friends in the church, especially Indonesians, Mm. um, because they see Seth as a good person and uh, he's a good what they call spiritual person, yeah, and they like it. Mm. So by by they they know that this uh, set is person like that. They come to like our relationship. Mm. And for my family, um, they recently they they told me that I become uh, more. Spiritual spiritual now because n- now if when ever I talk to them I text them I always I always put uh, some Bible first mm-hmm. and they they realize that maybe because of upset but I, mm. we don't know the truth <laughs> because of him or not it may not be <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah they like it I, I could say that they like it oh that's they good encourage them mm. Mm. How about on Seth's part? Uh, yeah, you know, one thing about Ghanaians is that they are excited about everything. So far as they like you. <laughs> you know, so like if I take any of you to Ghana, even though they've never seen you before, right from the airport, you see that they, they are excited. So even though they don't know you. So for my part, I think that everyone is very excited just because I'm, I'm, I'm going out and just because they like me. If I, I, I think that one of the things I, I remember one of my friends told me um, just last week, a friend of mine in London told me that I, I, now my mood is 
I how would I even put it? Even though I'm someone who is always laughing, that's that's my nature. I I smile like mm. I smell. But he told me that I'm over excited over little things. I usually get excited. Mm. <laughs> and when he was talking to me, just little things, I was so excited. Said, oh, because you found a girlfriend, so you are very excited. Oh. <laughs> so he feels. In fact, he told me that he feels so happy for me because he feels like. I found a new joy mm. from the way he speaks to me. I, I, I resume. It, it seems that I'm more joyful than before. I have a follow-up question about yeah. this. Like, to you personally, how important uh, is the approval of your friends and family in your relationship is? Well, I think um, both of us, we know each other, right? Mm-hmm. Our friends, they don't know about him mm. like I know about mm. him. So... For me, it doesn't matter if they like him 100% mm. or 80%. Mm. But the fact is this: the more I like him, the more I get to know him, the more the good things I know about him. If my friends doesn't care about it, I don't even care about it at all. Wow, that's nice. I think it's a good point. How about you, Seth? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, just let me emphasize something here. You know, when I was growing up, I cared about the approval of people. Mm. And at the point in time, I realized that the first step to failure is to try to please everyone. Mm. You know, so I I thought so much. I remember last year when we were at the Rose Garden. I told you before, mm. one of my worries was what people think about me. Mm. So when people, someone is so mean towards me, I could think about it like one week. You know, mm. like mm-hmm. just simple words. You know, I I I I sleep over it. But these days, I realized that you just have to do what is right. Mm. And so, for for get, in that vein, um, dating petty, I've come to realize that people always have what they have, what they want to say. Mm. But the most important issue for a relationship is the person you're going to stay with, mm. and the growth with the person. And for me, that that's all that matters. The approval of people makes you feel good. Mm. But I feel the same people who approve today may the, the next day may be the same people mm. say something yeah, negative. That's right. So you need to you need to know how you become so excited about it and just be conscious about the person you are with. Wow, thanks for telling us that because I'm sure like you know many people needs to hear that like you know listeners who are so worried about oh my goodness what would they think of my boyfriend or what would they think mm-hmm. of my girlfriend and it's like you know just so scared to come out mm-hmm. just because you know people would be like oh well like things I think like that. when we are teenager mm-hmm. it it is important to us, mm. but become mm-hmm. adult and realize that it's not important anymore <laughs> because it's just only your relationship with both of you and God is mm-hmm. only important. So I guess um, our next question will be: uh, So you met in our church, and yeah, I guess the question is: Do you think it's weird or awkward to be in a dating relationship in a church setting? Why or why not? Baby, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but I think that for me, because I'm a sensitive person, so initially I had to go through a lot of thought battles mm. to be able to check whether um, um, I was going on the right direction mm. and, and to, be, to be sure about the step that I take because we are in a church. Mm. You know? And no matter what we do, our actions or inactions affect people. So you have to be very, very thoughtful about the action you take. So for me, it's initially, I was really thinking, and I, I to be frank with you, I talked with other people, mm-hmm. just to be sure about my emotions, mm-hmm. you know, just to seek advice and to 
see what I was going to take you. So initially it appears a certain weird, you know, like mm. starting it and then... But the, mo- the most thing that gives a lot of pressure is because you're in a church and people are watching. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of pressure on it one. Mm. No, because you want to be cautious you don't give people the wrong examples and the wrong impression. So mm-hmm. it puts a certain responsibility on you to make sure that because if the person was in another church I feel free to do everything I want to do right (laughs) because I I don't care about what people think about Mm. her because she's not here but because we are together what you do could make people respect her or not respect her Mm. and look at her positively or negatively so it gives a certain responsibility you know Mm. to what you do do you think it's important to talk about the certain things that you can and can't do in church? We don't say, like, it's good to do this or not good to do this, but, like, discussing, sharing. So we come to the point that we see in one way, same way. That's all I think. Yeah, you know, we have not written down rules. Maybe they are invisible rules, the mental rules, you know. Mm. We could sit at church, we could hold hands at church, um, 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 is a very affectionate person, so she's more she's more affectionate mm. when she wants to sit by you and all that. It's 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 all cool for us, but we know that in church we don't want to kiss. At least <laughs> in Japan, no, no, we yeah. cannot do that in church. You know? So we have we don't have written rules, but consciously, unconsciously, we know that there are certain things we cannot do, mm. especially if we are sitting in a church. Do you have a timeline in regards to marriage? Like, for example, how long you should date before you can consider getting married? Is there a timeline or you just see how it goes? Like, how do you deal with this kind of thing? Well, we don't have timeline, but we believe that um, our plan in the future, we, uh, we believe that um, if we think and we we feel that it, we are ready mm. to get to the more serious mm. uh, step mm. and we just pray if God says that we follow that we don't have timeline no <laughs> I just try to make sure <laughs> okay we gotta wait while the uh, actually we at the beginning of our relationship, they don't have any timeline. Mm. But I have a principle. Mm. My principle is that, for me, relationship is not a forest adventure. You know, that you sit in and go on an endless journey. Mm. There should be a purpose to any relationship. And I believe that even though we didn't have timeline, we knew that the purpose was to get married. Even though we don't know the time. So mm. each and every day is a preparation for 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 that marriage and I remember that the first the day I proposed to her one of, that was one of the first things that I said that this is towards marriage this is no uh, hide the game or no like yeah. so we didn't have a timeline but we set our purpose to get married and for us it was to pray and to discover ourselves and at the right time we felt that God in his own way when he you you put in your mood for marriage he, he makes you through the spirit understand that this is the moment that you have to go for it. And, and, and I think that soon that would happen. Oh, wow. We, we're so privileged to hear this <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I hope you just keep us uh, posted. In the loop. Yeah. The last question. 
is how has your church influenced your relationship? For me, um, because I see him every Sabbath, <laughs> uh, doing Sabbath school lessons and sometimes preach, um, I think it helps us to, it helps me personally to, to know that he's really a good Christian. Yeah, I think the church has influenced our relationship in a lot of ways, you know. For me, one of the things that made me like Peter the first time I saw her was because she played the piano. I would be very frank about that. Oh, really? He never made Oh, wow, first time. You know, so the church has had a lot of influence, you know. The church is what gave me her. So that's the influence. But Specifically, I, I think that the church influence has been that the church is a whole culture on its own. It, for us, it's only for us seventh-day Adventists or Christians. We have the way we have to do this or that or that. You, know, you <laughs> cannot do this, you cannot do this. So they are like a sort of commandment, extra, you know, <laughs> beyond the Ten Commandments. <laughs> so it affects our relationships. Mm. So we know what to do, not what not to do, and, mm. and all that. So it defines a certain new world mm. for us. If we were not church members, it would be different, I think. So, yeah, we really appreciate you guys talking to us. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. <laughs> so that was Seth and Petty. And now for our real comments. What can you say about that, Dave? <laughs> so uh, I guess... What I'd kind of like to talk about is, you know, they talked about the start of their relationship. And, you know, I noticed some similarities, but I also noticed maybe a little bit of a difference maybe in the approach that I took when I started my relationship with you. Would you like to make that clear? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, they Seth was very clear just talking about how you know, his approach to Petty was right from the beginning. He said, you know, this is headed towards marriage. And, you know, I also like, I totally agree with that sort of, that sort of dating perspective where you, you know, right from the beginning, you want to be thinking about, you know, is this going to be a good marriage partner for me? Um, Or just in general, is this person, uh, you know, ready for marriage, that kind of thing. And yeah, so when I started uh, getting to know you, you know, it was, we were in the Philippines, you know, we, we met before that in Osaka at a charity concert, but, you know, we, we really sort of started getting to know each other in the Philippines and, you know, you talked about your, your story in Fukushima, uh, and how you survived the earthquake (laughs) there. And, uh, I just thought like, man, this is, this woman is so strong. She's a stronger. Survivor. Th- she's a survivor. She's she's stronger than I am, and uh, I just felt that was like really really attractive to me. Just knowing, um, you know, somebody that can withstand severe pressure and one of the biggest earthquake in recorded history. Right, <laughs> like a natural disaster like that. But just being able to come out of a, a just a tremendous experience like that with such strength, I think was was what really I was just really attracted to that. And so that was when I really started to feel like, hmm, you know, this pearl is really really interesting. 
And that was when, you know, after we got back from the Philippines, you know, we started meeting each other a little bit more often in Osaka. And, you know, it took a couple of months, but eventually, you know, we had the, we had the talk and then we started our relationship. Um, and I think when we started our relationship, really it was, you know, I thought Pearl has certain qualities that I think would be good for a marriage partner. And I think that was, you know, where I wanted to go. That was where I was headed. I just, to some extent, like I didn't know the, you know, I didn't know how long it was going to take. Um, I just thought like, I really want to get to know this person more. And so that was sort of, you know, the relationship was a means to that end. Uh, so it was a little bit different from Seth's talk with Petty, where it was just like, you know, this is where it's going. It was really, you know, for us, it was just sort of, you know, I want to get to know you more because I think you have really good qualities. Yeah, I agree to that. And I think like, you know, all approaches to relationships are different. And honestly, uh, one can work for some people and the other way works to, you know, other people. And what, well, for me, what stood out a little bit is um, the cultural differences because of course, uh, Seth came from Ghana and Petty is from Indonesia. And then you're American and I'm Filipino. So four different countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially like, you know, the sensitivity issue, because I feel like sure. you're the more sensitive partner yeah. and I'm the <laughs> insensitive one. It's just because I like joking. Yeah. I mean, I, I, when I find something funny, or even if it's not funny, I like to make fun of it. Sure. Like you remember my Fukushima story. I said, hey, you know, I've, I imagine my grandkids and mm -hmm. they would be asking me, grandma, why don't we have, you know, why do we have missing limbs? And I would tell them, <laughs> kids, you know, you know, Fukushima, I've heard of Fukushima. Grandma was there. <laughs> you know, things like that. Even, you know, even serious topics like uh, especially me and my family we really make fun of things which can mm. sound very insensitive to someone who's sensitive. <laughs> yes, certainly. And, you know, I had the same experience when I lived in Tanzania as a Peace Corps volunteer. And I think a lot of my friends as Peace Corps volunteers also had that experience. Um, people that have lived in a developing country for any period of time really understand... Um, or they have that approach to like, you know, just terrible situations or very unfortunate circumstances because you experience them so often. Uh, you just develop this thick skin towards those things. And so one of the ways that you get around it is you just, you make fun of it and you, mm. that's how you kind of move on. And, you know, one of my friends in the Peace Corps had that experience where she went to a funeral uh, for a kid that died from malaria and she was with the parents and you know at the funeral they were all crying but then afterwards you know they were drinking beers and they were just laughing about it and 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 joking and she was got really upset by it and they told her you know you just have to really you got to develop a thick skin for this sort of thing because it's going to crush you otherwise yeah i agree to that um well, anyway, I have a book recommendation to yeah. all the lovey dummies out there. If you're, oh. if you don't know what to do with your relationship, there's a book 
uh, which reminded me of this interview that we just had. Mm. Uh, it's called Choosing God's Best by Don Roniker. And it basically tells you the difference between the secular way of dating and, you know, the Christian way since we interviewed people from a church uh, environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is more for church people, huh? Yeah, but like, I feel like anybody, Christians, I should yeah, say. anybody can learn something from it. Uh, whether you want to take your relationship slow or fast, like mm-hmm. whatever works for you. Uh, but this is, of course, talking about uh, God's standard. I feel like the goal when you start a relationship is to, as much as possible, not to, you know, break a lot of hearts along the way. Sure. So this book would really teach you how to put things in perspective. It's like you don't approach a girl immediately. Uh, You kind of like observe her and get to know her without uh, being in a relationship with her. Right. Because like eventually if you find out something that may not work, um, it's more like a practice for divorce and not a practice for marriage. Mm. That system. This is a Creative Commons podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Lovey Dummies. And if you have any similar experiences or some totally unrelated stories, you can share it with us. Our email is lovenotes at loveydummies.com. Or you can fill out the anonymous contact form on our home on the web, loveydummies.com. Dummies.com.